0: what's been fascinating is since I've opened my eyes to look for this, as Joshua Church calls them, I'm getting a lot of winks from the universe. (laughs) Um, One of those being, there aren't many days that I don't see 1111 on my phone. It's wild. Or my computer. I'll just look up and it's like, Oh, there it is. It's 11 11 again. <laughs> At this point, it's been about a month. I just laugh. I'm like, there it yeah. is again. Like, what's awesome is the more we continue to look for it and the more we see it, as you've said before, and Abraham Hicks says, the better it gets, the better it gets. So now I'm starting to see all these other things where the universe is trying to show me, hey, I got your back. I got your back. We're on to something big here. Just keep following the flow. But the really important thing yeah. there is like, it takes a lot of time. There's no hack, there's no shortcut. It just takes time. And Reps and evidence to rewire our brain.
1: Welcome to the Edge Theory Labs podcast, where we believe greatness happens at the edge of your comfort zone. Join us as we explore the intersections of psychology, neuroscience, human potential, and personal growth, uncovering the secrets of performance that lie at the edge. It's time to live your personal best and unlock your maximum human potential. Let's go all in. Today, I'm excited to bring you a conversation I had with Gavin McHale. As a former hockey player and kinesiology graduate, Gavin followed all the rules. When he started his personal training business in 2012, he had big aspirations just like he had in his hockey career. After years of building a mediocre business, he realized that he was the one holding himself back from the success he knew he was destined for. Over the course of several years and lots of work on himself, Gavin was able to build a more sustainable and higher-paying business and start to see that success come to fruition. Gavin has since left the gym and gone all in on helping other amazing humans become the best version of themselves by unlocking their potential and helping them build a more resilient mindset. Now, this is what the conversation was all about, developing this resilient mindset. And Gavin's story is a testament to just what we can accomplish through the power of mindset. We talked about some amazing concepts as it relates to showing up with your energy, manifestation, bouncing back from challenges, and everything in between. Really fun conversation. I took a lot of notes and walked away with so much from this. Be sure to give Gavin a follow on Instagram at McHale one Link is in the show notes. And without further ado, get your notepad ready. You're going to want it for this conversation with Gavin McHale. All right, Gavin. We've got Gavin on the podcast. Gavin, thank you for being here, man.
0: Thank you. And thank you for that nice little nervous system reset. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, yeah. I start every podcast with a couple of deep breaths. It just I feel like it, always, it helps me personally. You know, anytime you're getting on a podcast or you're doing anything, you're putting something out into the world, you can feel yourself get a little a little nervous jitters in a good way. But the deep breaths always just oh, bring you right back. And I always use it as a way to to just kind of clear and center myself and and always ask myself and open up for just setting the intention for whatever this conversation brings, whatever comes through for it to be of the highest good and of the highest intention to support anybody who's listening and attract the right people to listen to it. So it always feels like a nice centering and intention setting.
0: I mean, if someone stops listening right now, they've gotten a ton of value. From <laughs> there this we podcast. go. <laughs> like, like, you know, there's a million things going on in our world. You know, I made sure that I airplane modeed my phone and things, but like, if we can take that, what did that take? 10 seconds? Yeah. 15 seconds seconds to, to reset and and just calibrate our nervous system to a place where we're not frantic and we can just have a good conversation. It's wild. The, the, the spillover effects of that.
1: Mm. It it really is. And this is something that you, you look at closely in the work that you do, right? Yeah, man. Like working with people with multiple
0: six-figure, seven-figure businesses, there is always a million things to worry about. Um, And there's always so much external noise. I think that a big thing that I can help people with is like stepping back, um, getting yourself out of the cyclone or tornado that is um, the day-to-day world in the weeds and going like, can we be an objective observer of what's happening in your business and your life right now and learn from it? Cause that I was on a podcast with a, a guy who talks to like agency owners and it's like, that's literally all it is. Is like when your business gets bigger, you can iterate faster if you're looking for feedback, but we're so busy judging ourselves for messing up that we don't look for the feedback. Right? So Giving ourselves the opportunity to just step back, I think is such a big thing. Cause as we've been circling around here, we just have to be present to what's actually going on in the world or in our world, right?
1: Yeah. That's so that's so key. And that feedback loop is like the tighter that feedback loop can be, the the quicker that you grow, right? That's that's directly correlated to that. And but it, but it takes a certain type of person. It's either you got to be open or seeking the feedback or be curious for what is the feedback here and looking for that to then implement. Otherwise, life will just keep trying to shove it down your face until you're forced to. <laughs> yeah, man. Life, the universe,
0: God, whatever you want to call it, will give you the lesson until you learn it. So if you're angry about something that, quote unquote, keeps happening to you, take a step back and, and think about it. Like, what is this trying to teach me?
1: What's a lesson that you're working through right now? What's a lesson that the God or the universe has given to you oh. right now?
0: So the big one for me, this is a this is a great question. I'm excited to talk about it. The big one for me is that uh, the universe has my back and and has like, um, there are much greater things in store for me than I can even imagine. So that's a big thing that I'm like it's a it's a story that I'm rewiring in my brain. And what's been fascinating is since I've opened my eyes to to look for this, um, As Joshua Church calls them, I'm getting a lot of winks from the universe. Um, <laughs> one of those being, there aren't many days that I don't see eleven eleven on my phone. It's wild, or or my computer. I'll just look up. And it's like, oh, there it is. It's eleven eleven again. <laughs> the universe, and and I, I like at this point. It's been about a month. I just laugh. I'm like, there yeah. it is again. Like you know, and. What's awesome is the more we reiterate that, like a little bit of a bigger lesson here, the more we the more we continue to look for it, and the more we see it, as you've said before and Abraham Hicks says, the better it gets, the better it gets. So now I'm starting to see all these other things where the universe is is trying to show me, hey, I got your back. I got your back. we're We're on to something big here. Just keep following the flow. Um, so that's, but the really important yeah. thing there is like it takes a lot of time. like. It, it, there's no hack, there's no shortcut. It just takes time and reps and evidence to to re-rewire our brain.
1: Absolutely. That's that's beautifully said. And and thank you for sharing that as well. It's always great to hear that and need to need that reminder. But one of the things you hit on there that that really resonates is is the more you look for it and the more you acknowledge that wink, if you will, that serendipitous moment, that synchronicity that miracle that's happening, the more that you point that out and be like, wow, look at that. That's amazing. Or wow. Okay. I see you. And you just chuckle, right? Then, then the more you're going to see it. And, and the cool part about this, this is just neuroscience. This comes down to our reticular activating system in our brain and looking for filtering what we're seeing in our reality. And, and we're starting to see more of this. So you're going to find more of that, more of that confirmation. And as you say, evidence, you're going to build more evidence to support that belief. And then you're going to solidify that belief.
0: Yeah and you know I've I've explained this to a lot of people by saying like we've done it the other way for years right. and decades right like of course I hit traffic or of course I hit every red light or of course it's raining on this day right what if we just flip the script on the of courses and it's like well of course this is always flowing to me of course this is happening of course I hit every green light and everything flowed for me right and I I like to challenge people as well to like, I had a call with a client last week where it's like, how small can we make your wins, right? So he was saying, well, I don't see my wins enough. You know, I don't see victories enough. And I'm like, okay, well, what is a victory? And he's like, well, every time I enroll a new client, I'm like, dude, like that's way too big and too far in between things. Even if you're enrolling them every couple of days, right? It's like, what if we could like look smaller for those wins, like every little possible thing you could think of as a win or as a wink from the universe, um, that's when we really start to build momentum and it starts to snowball on itself. So beautiful. Yeah. Mm.
1: I'm 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 feeling a little uh a little moved with emotion right now just hearing this because this um this conversation is a big wink for me right now and and hearing this and and hearing you share in yes. these ways and hearing these reminders um are are very beautiful and right on right on time for me. I'm just I just wrote that down look for the smaller look for the smaller victories look for the smaller wins um and and identify what those metrics are because that's 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 something that's resonating with me personally so thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah, you're welcome and I'm uh, again, of course. Of course. course Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. It's like, of course, today,
1: like I have Gavin on my calendar for a podcast. So it's it's just like, that's just. And you need it. And you need it. Exactly. Exactly. So, and of course, everybody listening to this, like, of course, you're listening to this right now. If you're still listening to this right now and you're hanging on these words, like, of course, this is an of course moment. This is a wink moment. Like, welcome. (laughs) And
0: what is, what is it that, you know, there's something that you can pull out of this, that you get to pull out of this because you're here today, you know, right. That's, that's where it gets nice and woo woo. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. The 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 thing, um the thing I want to ask you about too is because you're 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 a former you're an athlete. I still don't I don't want to call you a former athlete because you're you're an athlete and, and just Thank you. And, and, and and what you do and how you approach everything, but you were a formal for former professional athlete, a former athlete at a very, very high level. And there there was something you were talking about in terms of building this, building the evidence and and taking and, and practice and, and forming that belief. And tell me a little bit about the discipline that that, that, that takes that you see translate to the mindset side of things and like the, the combination between the discipline of showing up as an athlete and applying that to mindset principles, applying that to personal development.
0: Yeah, I I love working with former athletes mainly because I I know you. I'm like, I'm like, bro or sis, I know <laughs> you. <laughs> but, right, yeah. and it's actually this really wonderful dichotomy. I, I, uh, a good friend of mine and I were just at the gym a few months ago and chatting, and he had been started seeing a counselor, and and I said, "So, what's the biggest thing you pulled out from your your you know your sessions with the counselor?" And he said, "I got to give up the athlete mindset." And I found this fascinating because. W- we put these athletes on pedestals, right? Right. And for good reason. And there are so many really, really good things we can learn from, from being athletes, which I will get to, but I want to be careful not to, uh, you know, get people excited about the hustle and grind and trying to win. Right. I'm always, I'm often reminded of the infinite game, Simon Sinek, right. Where And if people haven't heard of this, I'll briefly do it like, right. We have finite games and infinite games, baseball, finite game. We've got rules. We've got opponents. We've got a way to win or lose. We've got a way to end the game, business, life, fitness, health. um, Any journey you're on is an infinite game. There really aren't rules. There really aren't opponents. And like, we could even argue that even death isn't the end of the game, right? So what we often do mistakenly as high performers, I, I like to even like lump in people who weren't athletes, but they they look at themselves as like high performers. Like they, they want, they're driven. We try and win the game, but we're applying finite rules to an infinite game. And we're never going to win that game because you can't, there is no winning the game. Winning is actually continuing to play. Right. Oh. So I think, I think that's what's what's incredibly powerful, kind of as a, on the opposite side of the athlete's mindset. Now back to your, can you can you just remind me of the question again? Because I just I, out I don't even it.
1: remember the question. But we got to where we needed to go. To be honest sure. with you, I'm hanging on to every word. Yeah, sure, okay. Sure. I remember. I remember talking about. So 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 you were saying that one of your clients was talking about unlearning the athlete mindset. Totally because yeah. of the finite game to the infinite game. Was that the shift? Yeah, or what? and. and s- so, yeah, so I dove into
0: that and and it was really, it was a really good back and forth conversation on like, yeah, so the athlete's mindset, right, is like, I'm going to do whatever I can to win. And then they're always trying to like, figure out why they haven't won, right? Or this is what happened to me with, so let's take, for example, my money story was I didn't have like a specific mission or purpose at the time, right? So then it was like, okay, well, the thing that I can measure is money, right? Right. I want to win. Let's measure money. Well, my goal was more. Well, guess what happens when your goal is more? The goalposts keep moving, right? 5k months, 10k months, 20k months, 100k months. It ain't enough because it's always going to be more. So I had to figure out, okay, well, what is what is the more that I can, that I can actually shoot for? Because then the rest of it, you know, once I hit that, then the rest of it is, is just more of a game and I, it takes the pressure off of me. Right. Cause I was always just fighting the same thing. So, so I think like the athlete high performer mindset is really, really powerful in many senses, in terms of discipline, focus. That was the question you asked. We, we, yeah. we came back, we came discipline back, we and to... focus and like, like, um, uh, what is it where you're, 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 you know, delaying gratification. Like I know that I need to work hard now and I won't see the result of that thing until later. These are all really good things that in the moment really matter. But when we look big picture, we have to stop thinking like we're trying to win something and start thinking like it's a constant improvement. It's a, it's a consistent battle, so to speak. Um, and the real win is just in continuing to play the game. Right, because that's and and also enjoying the game. Like, let's have some fun playing the right.
1: game too. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice one there. It, it's interesting. So I was uh, one of the the previous guests on this podcast, Brandon Moreno, who's a UFC world champion. He was saying how his goal. I asked him, "Was like, what's your biggest goal right now?" And he said, "It's to be happy." And I thought that was such an interesting answer. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and 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 i and and he was talking about this really nice um mix of dreaming big right and having these big goals being the best getting back his his belt holding his belt for a couple years and but then bringing it down to the micro goals right of like what's the micro goal in front of me to to get there it's like that's a big lofty goal what's the micro goal in front of me to get there have a good training camp mm-hmm. or go on this vacation with my family right like these micro goals to help get there and i thought that was such an interesting concept of of being able to oscillate between this this big vision and these lofty ambitious goals and then also scale it down to being able to execute on what's in front of you.
0: And and that's where I think the athlete's mindset helps us, right? If we can if we can harness it in the right way, it's I have this big thing you know that I'm chasing. Um I here's another key piece that I really like about what he said. I am already satisfied and happy without it. And therefore I can be satisfied and happy with the belt. Right. Right. Cause otherwise, if you think the belt's going to make you happy, it will for a brief moment. Right. 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 We've both been there. Right. You, you finish the race, totally. you win the game, you win the championship. And then two days later, everyone's kind of forgotten about it. And you're like, well, I thought this would be different. Mm-hmm. Right now. what? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now what? Now I got to go do the next thing. Right. So for him, it's like, okay, like I've got this thing and I'm chasing towards it. And then it's, we need to pull it down to, we need to go into the weeds and, and, and we need to look at, like, you always said to me when we were working together, uh, what's the next indicated step. Yep. Right. How, how do we take the next step along the yellow brick road towards where we want to go? Because if you don't take that step, you're screwed. You can't jump steps. It's just, that's just the way life is. And again, life will come down and say, hey, you tried to jump a step. I'm putting you back to back to start, right. right? Do not pass go, <laughs> you know, do not collect $100, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. And there's such a paradox there that you touched on briefly, which is that, and I'm curious to get some, maybe a, a story that you have around this for yourself or your client. I've seen this totally to be true as well. But when you can, when you can be happy now without the thing, then the thing comes, right? It's like, it's, it's such a, such a paradox. It's such a, it's, it's, it's such a paradox. I'm curious to get your thoughts on that.
0: I literally two hours ago got off a call with a client who is striving for, to hit her first seven figure year in her company. And they have had, their average month has been about 70K a month. So they're right there. Yep. They've hit a 99k month, right? Just didn't hit 100k. 99k month. And this month, August, uh, was 62 and she's beating herself up. She's like I just can't seem to get there, right? And it's it's like this whole I know I'm a seven-figure coach. I'm doing all the, you know, like all this stuff, right? And it's like, but you can't appreciate the fact that you just made $62,000
1: right.
0: and are supporting six team members and are supporting hundreds of women in their wellness journey, you gotta, you gotta appreciate that. Yeah. Right. And the more you can appreciate that, the more you can, like what you appreciate appreciates. Right. And this, I I'm always reminded of this Ed Milette, right. Blissfully dissatisfied. Right. I am I am blissful. I am grateful. I appreciate what I have because, I mean, man, like how can you not be overwhelmed yeah. by gratitude with, with some of the things that happen in life, especially when you're building your own business and you're doing great things in the world.
1: As, that, and, and just at a baseline, being healthy and alive and <laughs> able to move right. and breathe. Like, yeah, seriously.
0: Food, food on the table, roof right. over your head. I, I mean, I can talk to you from a different country in real time on this box thing with electricity in it somehow like it's wild yeah. right how can we not be grateful for the time that we live in um and that doesn't mean you have to be satisfied you can still chase more and in chasing more being grateful and being appreciative of what you have like you said will get you more right because again the way that our, our brains are wired, when you appreciate something, you get more of it. It's, it's literally the way it works. I know it's a there's law, a better like way. of gravity. <laughs> way to yeah. It's, it's a law. Like this is a law of the way our brains work. When you appreciate it, you see more of it, more opportunities come to see more of it. And therefore it continues to multiply.
1: Yeah. And that 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 that's a leap there. That that that's a bridge, that's a gap if you will for the for the rational person who's focused on I need to see the results, right? And and that that little step there takes belief, it takes faith, it takes knowing. And one of the things I've been working on a lot lately is shifting from belief to knowing like there's a shift in that difference between like i believe this to be true or i'm having faith that this will happen like I, I hope that there's it's like hope belief and then it's knowing no i know this to be true i know this in my bones like there's a slightly different energetic tone to that and that's one of the things i'm working on right now but but regardless of that gap there It it takes that. It requires that knowing. It requires that belief because especially in that athlete mindset, you're looking down at results and you're like, wait, but I'm not seeing the result yet. Like for your client, the bank says 62,000 this month or 99,000 doesn't say a hundred. Like this is what, this is what it is. And we can't let what is get in the way of what is becoming. It'll block us from actually allowing what is becoming to flow through.
0: It's, and this is, this is where you and I could probably talk for an entire day. And night on just like these paradoxes of right of life, right. and and I just grow so much the paradoxes of all of these. there's so many paradoxes that, again, like you said, to the rational mind make no sense to the to like the logic, the conscious mind. But this is so many people don't recognize that our subconscious mind is ninety five percent or more, right. And we're trying to make changes on this like tiny little thing of logic right. of logic. This, this doesn't need to make sense because it, because it actually makes sense physiologically in your brain in a way that you can't even comprehend, right? <laughs> this is the same thing as the universe telling me things that I can't even comprehend yet. Right. And I'll, I'll even go a step further. You mentioned faith, right? Like you look at people who are incredibly religious, right? Who like. They know there is a God. And that's what is faith. Faith is believing in, or you know, recognizing something that you cannot see. That's exactly what we're talking about with like right winning the belt, winning the championship, or even you know, getting the seven figures or whatever it is, hitting whatever your goal is. Hitting your goal, right? Is like you have to, like you said, know. And have this like deep belief before you will see it. You, you taught me that too. You, it's not, I'll believe it when I see it. It's I'll see it once I believe it. Mm-hmm. And I've lived, I've, again, that's another one that I've lived by for years now. Mm-hmm. I'll see it once I believe it and we could probably take it a step further. And I'll see it once I
1: know it. Yes. Mm. I like it. Yeah. So good. So good. I want to talk about hockey a little bit. <laughs> You you grew up playing hockey. Yeah. What I feel like the Gavin that played hockey is a different Gavin than the Gavin that's talking here today. Tell me about that.
0: Yeah. Anyone who doesn't see us on video, I'm shaking my head vigorously (laughs) Uh, and just taking like taking a moment. Um, Yeah. You know, I think we all say this at some point in our lives. If I knew then what I know now. Right. Who knows you know, um that being said, you have to just know that everything happens exactly as it's supposed to happen in divine timing in perfect timing. Um, the Gavin that played hockey was playing hockey for all the wrong reasons. Um, I remember a a, a podcast episode you did on Find the Others with Christina Rice, yeah. Uh, amazing podcast if you really want to go off the deep end in the woo <laughs> I'll put it
1: in the show notes it's a good one it's,
0: it's great <laughs> one thing she talks about that i that i have really thought about a lot is is foundational frequency and the best way to make sense of this is let's say two people are going to the gym to start exercising and one of them goes because they hate their body and they want to be different and the other one goes because they want to see what their body can do. Who do you think is going to A, enjoy it more and get better results? It's obvious, right? They could do the exact same thing, and they, but they're coming from a different foundational frequency. They're coming from what I like to call a higher vibration. And my foundational frequency when it came to hockey was, please love me, please accept me. Uh, you know, I w I'd had a tough time making friends. I was a weird, awkward, skinny, tall kid who didn't really fit in anywhere. And this was my opportunity to fit in. Right. So I was playing this sport that I was really good at because people liked me, not because I enjoyed it or anything like that. Now, yeah, there was some enjoyment in it, but when I look back, I didn't really love it that much. Um, I liked how it made me feel. And so when everything is coming from that place of like, please accept me, please love me, you're never going to get rewarded the way that you could if you came from a higher foundational frequency. So like, did I have the skill set to play professional hockey? Possibly. But we'll never know because I wasn't coming from a place where I could really let that loose. I was so focused on like fear and scarcity and needing to be liked, rather than letting my skill set shine. Right, interesting. Does that makes
1: sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Do, do you feel like that was like? How do you view that in hindsight now, or in context towards the growth that you've had and to lead you to where you're at? Like, do you? How do you? How do you put that?
0: I think that it's the thing, if not one of the key things in why people trust me to coach them on this so much. And I learned something. So I I've spoken in front of a lot of groups now and the most recent one, um, I was speaking and I, and I, I lead with, so anyone out there who maybe you can put this in the show notes too. There's a grainy YouTube video from 2005 of me getting my ass kicked in a hockey fight. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, new year's Eve, uh, in front of 10,000 people, Portland, Oregon, I get pummeled and, and, you know, in a hockey fight. And I lead with that on this one presentation that I do. And as soon as that happens, as soon as people figure out what's going on and they're like, okay, this guy's not weird. And I kind of explain the context, the entire energy in the room shifts. And I was trying to figure out why, and I think I've figured it out that the one thing, every high performer, So like every entrepreneur, business owner that's at these conferences, they're high performers. They're paid to get there. They paid to be in the room. They want to win. Right. We talked about that. The thing they're most afraid of is unfulfilled potential or like blowing it all. Right. Like being so close and like losing it all, which is exactly what I did. (laughs) I was like probably two steps away when you think about where I actually was from like playing in the NHL which is every hockey player's dream and I completely imploded yet I'm still here yet I'm actually speaking in front of you in you know in a conference room right so like you can overcome that too right and that gives me like instant authority instant credibility so it's been this shift of like I totally blew everything and ruined my life to this is the reason why I'm perfectly suited to teach you this.
1: That's so good. Oh, I love that. What a great, what a great framing to have with that. And and what a great story to tell in the context that you're, you, you can author that. Like you could be sitting there as well and being like, I pissed away my career or I had a chance yep. to be great and now I'm not and live with that regret and hold on to that forever. But I, just the power and what speaks, you know, speaks volumes to the mindset that you practice and to the mindset you've created for yourself is that. You're authoring the story to show that is why I am where I am. And that is why that set the foundation for me to become this next version of myself and step into it. And that's actually
0: like probably well that this remains to be written, but probably have a greater impact on the world than I ever
1: could have. A hundred percent. I feel like you already have. I feel like you already have. And and, hey, man, you made it to the NHL ice briefly. Did you not? I did. I did one
0: game, one game. Well, one warmup, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and that's a day that they can, you know, no one can ever take that experience from me as a, as an emergency backup goalie, getting the call. I got to suit up with Alex Ovechkin and some of the greats of the game of, of our generation. I, you know, I have a stick right behind me and I still think he's going to go down as the greatest goal scorer of all time. And that's, that's pretty dang cool. Uh, so I will, I will take that, you know, yeah. the, the universe works in mysterious <laughs> that's ways. That's right. I
1: I love it. It was just like, yeah, yeah, it's super, super, super cheeky in that way. So <laughs> that, that's, that's amazing. And now, and now you're focused on supporting other high performers, business owners specifically, but just various high performers and in, in, in the mindset realm, in the, in the field of mindset. What's the importance of that? Like, why does, why does mindset matter? As we've been talking about mindset this entire conversation.
0: Yeah. Why does this matter? Yeah <laughs> um I I truly believe that um you know, limiting beliefs and stories that are not serving us uh you know, they know no bounds that there, there, there's they, they don't discriminate whatsoever. I the first time I spoke on this, there yeah. were several millionaires in the room and I was so nervous that they were gonna like laugh me off the stage. and what happened instead was, well, I don't know how many actual millionaires there were, but of the three that I knew there were, um, two of them followed up with coaching with me. And one of them was crying after about 30 minutes. And because I had, you know, touched on something that, you know, again, we talked before off air about the side door of like, you know, coming through the business development world that really is personal development. And like, we had touched on something that, that really caught her. So I think that, If you feel like there's more for you in in whatever it is that you are pursuing, business, uh, sport, uh, mastery of anything, and you can't figure out logically why you're not there, there's probably one of two reasons why. Or both. Time, right? You probably just need more time and more reps. And or... Something between the ears that is, that is trying to keep you safe because, you know, you talk about the guy who wants to win the belt or keep the belt, you know, that is amazing. And any one of us would want that, but our subconscious brains, there's some places where that scares the heck out of us because you're seen in a different light. Your life changes forever. You are now known. You can't go out in public. People you know, shred you on social media. Like there are a lot of other things that we don't think about. And the same thing goes for getting out there and building a bigger business or, you know, any of those things, there's a different level of expectation at those points. And that's why I've noticed that it's actually the people who are at the highest levels that appreciate this work the most.
1: Very, very true. It's all in between the ears. Like one of my mindset yeah. coaches, Giorgio, always said that it's like you don't you don't lift a finger without the mental impulse to do so first. <laughs> like <Yes>. nothing happens <laughs> without what's going on in between the ears. And 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 I, I think that's another thing that I mean high performers and, and athletes in particular can appreciate because no matter what you're doing, it's you versus yourself. It's you getting better against yourself inside. It's that internal, it's that it's it's hitting that that edge zone, as I've as I've long called it. Yes. Where you want to give up and you want to throttle back. It's like that's a very it's like it's such an intimate moment when you're pushing, 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 and everything it wants you in, in you wants to give up. It's like that's where the growth happens. And and not only in the physical pursuit, like if you're running or doing a workout or whatever you're 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 playing in whatever sport you are and you're hitting that threshold, but uh, I've always been thinking what how do we translate that threshold zone that edge zone into other areas of our life what's that uncomfortable conversation that feels like you're you're at that threshold zone what's that what's that activity or that task that you can do that thing you've been putting off that that ask for something that investment into yourself like those are all different forms of those edge zones and and those threshold zones and that's where that's where growth is going to happen it's where it's where it's exclusively where it happens
0: Yeah. uh, It's, you know, as you're talking about that, I think about all the, all the times when I get emails, text messages, WhatsApp messages uh, from clients when they are reaching that edge zone and they're having a full, full (laughs) panic attack, like full freak out. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And I just chime in and I'm just like, yep, yep. And that's okay. You know, like, like, you know, and, and then they're more mad at me, but like, they're totally like in the moment recognizing not only, uh, you know, their, their fear and their new limiting beliefs that are coming to the surface, but also they're like, that that this is exactly what I wanted them to see. This is exactly what I wanted them to feel, and this is the perfect opportunity for us to learn and to and to pull something out of it. Like that's you know, and and they're like secretly angry and happy at me at the same time, and they're just like, oh, I can't believe you got me, you know. And it's just like, yeah, you know, here we are.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, here we are. This is it. This is the this is that moment, and it's so it's so important. And, and t- talk to me about the importance of both being. Um, being a coach and someone who is who is being coached to have that person to be able to to be there when you're going through that. Right? It's like the person in the roller coaster you can like turn to and squeeze when you're going down the drop or yeah. put your head on or throw up on, right? Or whatever it is, or smile with. But t- tell me a little bit about the importance of that both from being so deep into the coaching space.
0: Yeah. Well, what I like to think about when I think about as about being a coach for someone. So a lot of people that bring Us in as coaches in in the company I work for, they're almost bringing on another team member in their business, right? You know, you're essentially, you know, you're, it's like you're paying another salary and you're bringing on a team member, right? But the best part about this team member, um, is we are completely objective. Well, to, to, to a point, we are as objective as you can be, right? Um, because we don't, we don't really have any skin in the game, right? right? Like, like in terms of, if you make more money, I don't necessarily make more right. money. Right. If you right. make less money, I don't necessarily make less money. I'm here because I objectively, it's my job to help you move forward. And so I've long said that we can't see the label inside the bottle. And we are so in the hurricane that is you know, the bottle, what a good coach can do. Uh, And what I've seen from both sides is put it into perspective and help you see the bigger picture of what's going on right now. So when you're having that moment where you just like, you just want to like throw up or you want to just like jump ship, a coach can be like, well, hold on. Let's look at this objectively. Like what what do you need to learn here? The things that are happening. Right. And, um, you know, also on that note, like. I have several clients. It's, it's really sad, but recently like a lot of like really tough stuff has happened, you know, family deaths and, and losses. And I've been one of the first people that they come talk to, right. Because they don't have, they're the, they're the strong person that everyone comes to talk to in their life. They don't have the person to talk to. Right. And so when you are a power player, as a lot of the people that we that are probably listening to this are, it's like, who's, who's your person, right? Who's the person you go to, right? Who's, who's holding you accountable. And then also who's the person you go to for support. That's what a coach is. It's like, well, I can go and talk to them and, and then I can start to put the pieces together. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's great. And it's something, thankfully, I think that more people are being becoming open to uh, having a coach, having a mentor, having a therapist, whatever it might be, someone in your corner that can be there objectively to to support you and call out your blind spots and see the label from outside of the bottle and and the yeah. value that that could provide. And it makes sense. It's like, okay, if, if you had a coach as an athlete, like, why would you not have a coach for life?
0: <laughs> That's it. Like, you know, you think of like every single... Every single one of the best athletes we've ever seen had a coach, whether they listened to them or not, we don't know, right. but they right. did have someone who is providing structure to what they did. Right. So that's exactly what we do when it comes to life, when it comes to business, when it comes to your marriage, when, like whatever coach right. you hire, that's what we do. Right? right. And that's what I expect
1: as well as a coachy. Absolutely. Gavin, man. this has been an awesome conversation, and time's flown by as it always does. <laughs> um, i uh, I want to thank you for coming on and and just see if you have any anything you want to share with the listeners uh, before we wrap up here. There's one thing I
0: always like to share um, if people haven't heard it, like I think it's a really powerful frame. so um, you know, people will probably listen to this because. Personal development. You know they, they, they want to learn more, and um, I'll just encourage you if you're listening to this and if you're still here, you already have everything you need inside of you to su- to succeed. Um, there isn't anything you're missing, objectively. This and a lot of the other educational things that you're, you know, bringing into your experience, are definitely helpful and are going to help make sense of a lot of things. But everything you need. Is already inside of you. Oftentimes it's, you know, muddled up and covered up by like emotions that aren't serving you and stories that aren't serving you. Just don't let a lack of belief in yourself be the thing that stops you from succeeding because it's
1: already in there. You just got to believe in yourself. That's all it is. Absolutely. Well said. Well said, Gavin. Thank you, my brother it's a pleasure excited to do this again sometime soon next time in person and yes. um yeah thank you for stopping by bro
0: thanks Joshua I appreciate it
1: alright until next time